It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Denver Broncos have a strength coach and we have a podcast <laughs> and we are back from the weekend. What is up, friends? Zach Stevens joined by my man, Henry Chisholm, coming to you with the DNVR Broncos podcast live from Studio A, presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where if you use the code DNVR DraftKings Sportsbook, they're going to hook you up when you sign up. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download that app. Henry Another week, another week in the Sean Payton regime, and another week of no defensive coordinator, no offensive coordinator, but we do have a special teams coordinator, and they do now have a strength coach. Things are starting to come together? Yeah. Like I said <laughs> last week, I'm I'm not rushing anything. Uh, I'm new You're here. I, I've never been in this world so before. So Sean. You and Sean are new here. I mean, Sean has 15 years of NFL experience. <laughs> He's new well, I mean, in head Denver. Coach. He is new in Denver. But I am new to the NFL, and if Sean Payton says, "Yeah, we're going to take a month to build staff," sure, I'm not. I, I feel like I don't have the clout to say you are wrong. Boy, it's so frustrating that you just take this like logical, sensible <laughs> approach, Henry. It kind of pisses me off. Yeah. But at what point would you say, "Okay, okay, Sean, like we need to hire a staff now"? At what point? Would he have to be without an offensive and defensive coordinator? And which means like the rest of his staff probably isn't put together mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, now I'm starting to question you. Get the coordinators in by March. By March. Oh, well, by I the end of March. Like a week. End of March. Yep. Yep. End of March. Oh my god. And gosh. you need you need to have all of your assistant coaches hired within like five days of that. So you probably need a little more room. That I just need like that would be wild. Oh, it would be insane. But again, <laughs> I, uh, they have Sean Payton. That's a big win in my book, and it took a while to get him. And if it takes Sean a while to figure out who he wants, personally, I would move a lot faster. You know, I do think it's a lot tougher to find coaches later once they feel like they're committed to to the place they're at. But again, I'm new here. Sean Payton, 
he's an expert in being an NFL head coach. And so if this is what he wants to do, I have I will grade the results at the end of the season if the offense looks like they haven't put the pieces together. You are crazy for thinking That's fair. That, that, yep. that if in the middle of March he still doesn't have his staff. But let's kind of go through where things stand in order to understand, uh, could we get a hire later today? Are we going to be waiting mm-hmm. a couple of weeks? So on Friday, right before we started the show, the Broncos figured out their special teams by not only getting a coordinator, but bringing in Mike Westhoff in order to kind of oversee yep. the unit, be the assistant head coach. We all said the Broncos are great with special teams. Fine there. Great job, Sean Payton. We can move on with the rest of the staff. Also on Friday, former friend of the Broncos, Vance Joseph, was in the building all day long, having an all-day interview with Sean Payton and the Broncos. Then the next day, Sean Payton brings in Rex Ryan for an all-day interview Mm -hmm. again in the building. So some people were thinking, maybe on Sunday they're going to make a decision. They did not. They did not. Make a decision. They still have not made a decision. And there was a report, I believe, out there from Mike Kliss saying that the Broncos, in fact may bring in more people for in-person interviews because, of course, these were the first in-person interviews, all-day interviews with Vance Joseph and Rex Ryan. For Rex, it was a second interview. For Vance, it was his first interview. But Vance, he couldn't have had an interview before Friday Mm -hmm. because the Cardinals didn't let him out of his contract until Thursday. So it kind of really got the ball rolling on two serious candidates. But they could open it up to even more. And then this morning, right before we started the show, we found out, that Vance Joseph has kind of had a shakeup with his future plans. At first, he was supposed to be interviewing in person with the Eagles on Tuesday and Wednesday, but then it was flipped, and Mike Kliss reported that Vance is now doing Zoom interviews with the Eagles on Wednesday and Thursday. And to me, Henry, if you're switching an interview from in person to Zoom and kind of pushing it down the line... That gives an opportunity for the Broncos to jump if they want to. It does. They they have the opportunity to to snag either of these guys. And you know what? I, I guess maybe today's the day. I think maybe today's the day. <laughs> I, I, How long have we said that? I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> My thought, though, was that like if you're, if you're going to talk to both of those guys Friday and Saturday, it seems like maybe Sunday you, you come up with a yep. decision if one of them's the guy. A lot of people but, but I want, That's what was in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking now today, you know what? You wait till Monday. You can make the decision. The, the news like leaks out tonight or something. I could see it. Tomorrow it will kind of feel like that window maybe has passed. That maybe they would have just got gotten the deal kind of done or they, they picked a guy and were working on the deal on Monday. I don't know. It does kind of feel like if it doesn't happen today... They must be opening it up. Let me give you just a tiny, tiny caveat to maybe push this conversation of what you're saying to tomorrow because today President's Day is President's Day. No, they don't care. And the Denver Broncos are the kings of making sure that they drop news at the right time. Now, obviously, if Sean Payton this morning's like, all right, Rex Ryan's our guy. They're not going to hold him back from releasing that news and making it official. But the Broncos are very good at dominating the news cycle. And so dropping big news on a Saturday, on a Sunday, on a holiday isn't the best for taking over the news cycle and absolutely dominating. So I think what you're saying is fair. 
but just let's push that till tomorrow. Because today like, is the weekend. The end, it, today is the weekend, yep. and a lot of people are off. A lot of people are focused more on family, spending time with friends, than being around their phone and wanting to tune in uh, to sports channels and things like that. So let's push that conversation, I think, till tomorrow evening. And then if we get there, then it is fair. Like, okay, more interviews coming. And a couple of those guys we'll, we'll talk about later. But there are other guys, Henry, that they've talked to that mm-hmm. they could bring in for True. second interviews. And from everything we've heard, those first interviews with those people were more so of like the conversations they had with Rex Ryan, where it wasn't Rex was in a building being photographed at a Hilton yeah. uh, the morning of his interview. Yeah. And so I think it would be more so of bringing guys in for, for full, real second interviews. Yeah, I I think that's probably most likely. They might open it up a little bit, um, but there's also probably more people they've talked to that we don't even know they talked to. Yep. And so that I guess that's kind of the big piece there. But I do think that this does kind of point to Vance Joseph being the coach tomorrow. Um, oh. The President's Day swung everything. I forgot it was President's yep, Day. Yep, yep. But yeah, I mean, he's pushing interviews back. Like he's not going to cancel the interview. Like you're not going to say, hey, actually, I'm not interested in this job. Why? Oh, no reason. Like Vance and the Eagles? Exactly. Yeah. And so, Vance, you're going to push it back. You're not going to cancel it because otherwise people start putting things together. Um, So, yeah, maybe that does feel pretty likely now. And I will say I I really hate it, too. (laughs) I really hate it. I love how you say it with a smile on your face. Yeah, no, it's going to be terrible. And, uh, Henry, I think you are where a lot of people are. Uh, And uh, Rex Ryan, when he was thrown out there, uh, what was it, 10 days ago, a week ago, actually, uh, some people were really skeptical of that. Then when Vance Joseph's name was thrown out there, people <laughs> exactly. were like, oh, Rex Ryan lo- looks a little better. And that's kind of where we are. So our producer, Yahir, made a brilliant graphic for this that I think sums up this question perfectly. Who will get the final rose bachelor yep. Sean Payton edition? And of course, right now, two guys have come in for, for full day interviews. Rex Ryan, Vance Joseph, do you think it's down to those two? You said that it. You, you think right now you're leaning Vance, but do you think it is between one of these two, or do you think they open it up? I'll say one of those two gets it. I, I think their goal was for it to be down to one of those two. I think that, what, so the interviews were Friday and Saturday. I yep. think on Thursday they thought, yeah, it's down to these two. The fact that nothing's come out yet might mean that maybe they were disappointed and maybe it really is opening back up, but... If I, if I had to bet, I'd say one of those two is the next defensive coordinator. And just the longer we wait, kind of like you said, the longer mm-hmm. that we wait for news to break, the more it does open up that window for Definitely. something to happen. And like we talk about with head coaches, when you get them in the building, if they're your guy and you absolutely love them, you typically don't want to let them leave. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that didn't happen this cycle. We saw it with Sean Payton where they talked to him the very first day they could. They let him go, not just let him leave the hotel that they met in Los Angeles, but they let him stay on the market for two mm-hmm. weeks before making it official. So you don't always have to do that. And just because a guy leaves a building doesn't mean that there's no chance he's brought back. Mm-hmm. But remember last year's co- coaching cycle when they got Nathaniel Hackett in the building for the first time. It was a second interview, but it was the first time he was in Denver. There was a report that came out when he was in Denver that the Jacksonville Jaguars wanted a second interview with them. So what did they do? They said, nah, bud, you're not leaving here without a contract. They went to Los Dos, signed the contract, had some drinks, had some enchiladas. No, I, don't, I don't know what it would have been. Yeah, that is, that is spe- <laughs> what, help me out, you hear. 
I just enchiladas is the funny thing because people usually say tacos, you know. I, I, I tried something <laughs> some <laughs> I, I, I thought a lot more of other other foods before enchiladas. What would uh, get some yeah. of those tonight? It was some enchiladas. I did go to Sonic after we talked about the chili. Wow. Yeah, I got like the chili dog. Oh, man. It's so good. Ch- cheese and onions on top? No onions on theirs. No onions. I feel bad yeah. for Lexi. Oh, on theirs, not yeah. I didn't like decision. order it without it. I would have just taken whatever they gave yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, chili. There's not much not much better. I feel really bad for your girlfriend, Hank. Well, I don't know. Because you have the hot dog, it kind of cuts down on the amount of beans and chili you're having. Yes, it's so a it gift. It m- maybe doesn't set up the worst, the worst solution. Exactly. She gets back tonight. Though now I think we might need enchiladas. Ah, you're gonna cook up some enchiladas. Maybe you here can give uh, you some I don't tips. know if I'm cooking them. <laughs> <laughs> They're very easy to make, by the way. Very easy. That's simple. very true. Really? They're just fried taquitos with salsa on top. Yep. That's so many words for something but, easy. But not salsa. You're selling yourself short there. It's 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 salsa, but it's a different type of salsa. It's, <laughs> it's a sauce. <laughs> a sauce. Like red red uh, chili. Well, I guess the, that's a sauce. sauce. I don't out. even know how we got here. Um, oh, yeah. uh, if they wanted to close the deal with the enchiladas, with, yeah. yeah, yeah, with Vin- now. Here's the thing: why they wouldn't have hired Vance Joseph right away mm-hmm. is because they already had Rex Ryan was already in Denver when Vance Joseph True. was here. He was here probably the night before uh, on Friday night. So they said we want to talk to Rex. Maybe it's an indictment on Rex that they didn't just hire him Saturday night or say. Let's go to Shanahan's Elways yep. uh, on Saturday night. Let's make it official on Sunday. Have the news break. So uh, I do think that the longer we wait, the more this mm-hmm. is going to open up to uh, Ashan Desai, to other people that the Broncos, uh, to Chris R- uh, Richard, who mm-hmm. we've talked about last week. And so I think that it could open up. Um, but the fact that Vance Joseph is now not traveling to mm-hmm. Philadelphia – and now he's going to be able to be anywhere in the world to do his uh, press conferences or to do his Zoom interviews with the Eagles. Now it's pushed back to Wednesday and Thursday. It does make it easier for the Broncos mm-hmm. to say, okay, we've digested it for a day or two. Boom. Let's hire Let's hire Vance right now. Yeah, and I just hate those words. <laughs> I just hate those words. And again, it's nothing against him in particular. It's just that he was here before and it went badly and it – I don't know. You don't get back with the X. It's just just not a good idea. Uh, this is like, you know what this is like? This is like not just an X. You were married to someone. Yeah. And then you broke up. You had some other failed marriages in uh-huh. there. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I can work this out as a girlfriend. Maybe that was our issue. Mm. was just having like too much of a commitment. So uh-huh. let's become boyfriend and girlfriend and not even look to marriage. You know, I'm I'm already married to someone else right See, now, that's but the tough I, I kind of need a, <laughs> an a, 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 an open ended girlfriend. Yeah, there you we know, go. There, there's a little less commitment a side here. Piece. Yeah, I think that that's called a mistress, by the way. Yeah, no, but a known mistress. Can you have a known mistress? I can't think of any mistresses <laughs> yeah. I know. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> But even that, we aren't like 100% on, right? It's like, okay, everything's pointing that way. It's like, we all know, but we don't like know, no. Yeah. But hey, I mean, if he can be Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> I would take him in a heartbeat. <laughs> so if Vance Joseph can be Marilyn Monroe, you're down for it. Let's move along. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just sucks, though, where it's like you come into this and it's like, oh, Vic Fangio, He'd be great. It would be kind of awkward, but we could probably get over the awkwardness because it'd be so great. Yep. You know, Brian Flores, yep. he's he's like a big-name coordinator. He's done so many good things. And that first wave, the Broncos didn't get him. 
Yep. And it's it's a lot like if they hadn't gotten Sean Payton. You know, we came into it saying like, oh, Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, that'd be incredible. It's like, what if they hadn't got those? What if they had Jonathan Gannon right now? It's like, uh, that 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 would just suck. And so for the Broncos to have moved beyond that first wave, and again, likely those t- people just chose to go other places, does feel like you're... Everybody is flawed at this point. Everybody is clearly flawed at this point. Yeah, you're 100% right. And uh, one of the things when you talk about Brian Flores that makes me think of Vance Joseph is Brian Flores had an interview scheduled with the Broncos to meet with them on a Wednesday. He took the Vikings job on a Tuesday despite having that interview lined up. So it makes me think Vance Joseph does have an interview lined up on Wednesday with the Eagles. Nothing to stop him from just taking the Broncos' job on Tuesday. Henry, there's one more piece that we need to dissect here about if Rex Ryan actually wants this job. Could that be the holdup? Is the Broncos want Rex Ryan, but he doesn't want them? And there was an interesting report from Adam Schefter yesterday that I want to dive into, but first I got to tell you about the delicious avalanche amber ale Mm. and henry the avalanche amber ale from breckenridge brewery that's on our set right now is so delicious that someone has already tried to steal one yeah i don't know what's up is like open a little bit it's not open it's just torn like there's a way to open a box and that's not it that's just a yank is there a beer gone or was someone was someone successful in getting the beer out of there no, it's full six-pack? I think one's missing. One's missing. One's missing. It, it, it's so good. Oh, you hear just outed himself. We had wow. a little avalanche amber ale. Uh, not my favorite Breck Brew beer, but they are delicious. I know who took it. I won't say any names. Uh, put them on wow. blast. Put them on blast. No, I will not put was, them on blast. Was it Rudo? It was Rudo. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, man, an avalanche guy just going for an avalanche beer. So true. And uh, we got snow coming this week. I mean, there's snow on the can. So it's a perfect beer for this week. If you like amber ales, this is the best one in the state. So get yourself some avalanche amber ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Or if you want to get any other beer, go to breckbrew.com, click on their beer locator, and you can find not only where Breckenridge beer is, but you can find the exact beer you're looking for. So check them out, breckbrew.com. And if uh, you're trying to pair your beer uh, with with weed. Weed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah there weed. we go. Straight up. <laughs> then uh, reach out to our friends over at Jive Hive. Um, Jive Hive is a virtual dispensary on wheels. Uh, you can go to jivehive.com and you can order just about anything you can get in a dispensary around town. Now, there's a bunch of reasons why you would choose Jive Hive instead, like that their prices are low because they don't have the brick and mortar shops and, and that sort of thing. Um, the the convenience, they drop it off right at your door. Um, the privacy, the anonymity of... You nailed uh, it. I did. I did. Um, and so, yeah, to avoid driving through bad weather, to avoid driving through snow, um, reach out to Jive Hive. J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot com. Get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window. We'll be there to say hi. Uh, so, yeah, jivehive.com. Adam Schefter, yesterday morning, put out that Ryan has told ESPN he would leave the network, quote, for the perfect situation. He would only leave the network for the perfect situation. Is this the perfect situation? This Ooh. is a 5-12 and 12 team with a lot of good players on defense, with 
a brand new coach with a coach that's an offensive coach, so he would be able to take over the defensive side, but a team that has not won, had a winning record since 2016, and hasn't been to the playoffs since 2015. Mm-hmm. Is it a perfect situation? That's I guess it's not perfect. It can't be perfect because they they didn't go to the playoffs. They win the Super Bowl last year. It's not perfect. Um I do think though that if you're trying to figure out what the perfect situation would be, the first thing you'd say as a defensive coordinator is who's the head coach? Oh, definitely. And the answer is, oh, it's Sean Payton, one of the five best coaches in the league, and what he's really good at is running an offense. So that means you don't have to worry too much about that offense being the issue if if you run a good defense the team's going to be good and so that does put it on his plate you say like okay second question we're past the head coach who who am i working with here what what are what players do i have got pat sertan and a lockdown corner is is it the best thing a defense can have it's either that or first or second it's either that or the pass rusher yep and i think it's just split depending on who you ask but but those are clearly one and two exactly so you have that marquee piece you have an all pro safety right there so you can kind of build around it um you have a lot of depth just because this is one of the things jerry rosberg pointed out at the very end of his time here um but it was like, yeah, you know, this is actually really good for all the depth on the team because everybody got to play so much. And now you look at the Broncos, and it's like, yeah, you know, we've talked about the outside linebackers. There's so many of them. The the corners, maybe not so many, but, you know, Jaquan McMillan is a guy you're excited about next year. You also add somebody in the draft, whoever. So I do think that you have the depth. You have a couple top pieces. You also have a couple of changes you get to decide. Like, you want to give that contract to Draymond Jones? Would you rather just try to give that same contract to Javon Hargrave? or some of the bigger name guys who are out there. So stay tuned for tomorrow when we talk more about Draymond. So true. Yeah. So we don't need to go down those notes, but there's, there's, if you, you, if I think the way it's going to work out is that defense is either going to have Draymond or somebody else on that contract. And if Rex Ryan says like, get, go get me Tremaine Edmonds, go get me whoever. Like, I, I do think it's a good situation. That was a long answer, but so I do you think went, it's good. You went from saying it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's good. It's good. It's it's good? It's or good. like it's great. Or like it's good. It's good? I think it's good, but there's <laughs> you could see in your mind how I how it could be great. It's good. In a year, it could be great. Like if all of a sudden the offense is good, all of a sudden it's a great opportunity. But that just is such an unknown right now that you have to call it good. Yeah, there's I mean, you set it off the top. There's barely any perfect situations yeah. for a coordinator to step in because typically and Sean mm-hmm. Payton has Eric been very open about this. Exactly. That's a that's a perfect situation. Yes. Matt Eric Nagy Bien-Aimé. walking yep. into a fantastic exactly. situation there. Coming off a Super Bowl win, you get to coach the MVP. You get to work uh, under, alongside Andy Reid. And heck, yep. in terms of the future, you may be the one to take over that job whenever Andy Reid yep. gets to step away. That's that's the perfect situation. That is perfect. That is perfect. Yes, perfect. I, I complete. You got a good offensive line. You have uh, enough. Wow. Le- yeah. Anyways, we don't need to yeah. talk about the cheap. But no. that just shows like what a perfect situation looks like. So I think Rex Ryan, great job talking to Adam Schefter yep. and dropping this perfect situation because he's putting himself out there with the possibility of rejection. 
He has a cushy gig at mm-hmm. ESPN right now where he's making tons of money. He yep. gets to rip Russell Wilson. He gets to tell Sean Payton that he's not going to be taking the head coaching job of the Denver Broncos about a month ago. And he gets to be wrong. And you know what? It doesn't matter. He mm-hmm. gets to be he gets to go viral for things he says, and that's great for him. His job right now is great, but clearly he has a little itch to get back in this. And clearly the Broncos kind of want to vet not just him, but other people. So there is a chance that he doesn't get this job. And that could be embarrassing to someone who potentially has a big ego like Rex does. So he puts this out there because then he gets to take a step back, Henry, and say, no, 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 the Broncos' job wasn't the perfect situation. I, I, They didn't tell me no. Yep. I kind of stepped away from them. So I think that's what this is saying. I think the fact mm-hmm. that Rex Ryan is not just on one interview, but on two interviews and was in Denver and, you know, being photographed by people. He's sitting in the lobby. He's putting himself out there. What was he that, wearing? That, uh, just a, a Buffalo Bills blue jumpsuit. I've never seen something <laughs> so blue. That is the bluest thing I've ever seen. It was it was blue, man. Yeah. It was so blue. <laughs> it was, do you think he was going, was it Broncos blue? Like old school Broncos blue? That is like actually, with the orange D? that is the blue that the Broncos should wear. I totally agree. Yeah. It's it's definitely the best blue uh, for for the Broncos. And yeah. we for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, someone tweeted uh, a picture of Rex Ryan sitting in uh, Centennial Hilton Hotel and it's from like the backside. And there was a newspaper on the table, and it was like, "Is this a real photo? Is this a recent photo?" And some people were able to zoom in and find out. Yes, it was the most recent USA Today. Some very investigative journalism from people there, um, and so we were able to find out that he was in town through that. But the fact that he was here, he wants this job. So if he cut, if he doesn't get the job, they give it to Vance, and Rex comes out and says, "Ah, well, I, I, you know, Adam Schefter said it wasn't the perfect job. Mm-hmm. It had to be the perfect situation. It wasn't. I'm not buying it one bit. He wants this job." Yeah, I would think so. I also couldn't figure out what his contract with ESPN is like. Because, I mean, there's a chance that it's up in a year or it's up now or who knows. And I don't watch enough to to know if he's any good and if there people would be upset if he wasn't there. All blue. He is so <laughs> blue. But there is a chance that, like, the TV world is not in love with him. And I have no reason to think that. But there that is a possibility out there. Like, there's only room for so many of those guys. And... Maybe they want to take a swing on somebody else, you know? And so he doesn't necessarily really want to get back into coaching. He just wants a job sort of thing. That would, I mean, that would be the dark way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe the blue way to look at it, yeah. you might say. Um, or maybe now, they're all just negotiating. I was going to say. And that's the most likely That's situation. another thing with being the perfect situation is Rex saying, I'm not desperate for this. Yeah. I know, Sean Payton, that your bosses are the wealthiest owners in the NFL. I want a contract where I'm not taking a pay cut going from this. Yeah. I don't know. He probably makes multiple millions of dollars, yeah. if not $10 million a year working for ESPN. He does want to take a pay, cu- pay cut. So there's a lot of things working there that have to be played into this conversation. Yeah, totally. And I don't know. If, if it's a good situation, but they'll give him $6 million a year, then... Yeah, that's a perfect situation. And that's perfect. And another thing that could make this a uh, closer to perfect situation is Henry. We've talked about how Sean Payton, for as good of a coach as he is, and as good of an offensive mind he is, maybe one of the best offensive mm-hmm. minds to ever coach in the game, not just now but ever. He still has had you know four or five 
losing seasons where the team <laughs> has gone seven and nine. They went seven and nine three straight years. When you look at it, though, all but one year, his final year when he did not have Drew Brees, it's because the defense has been awful. And so Rex could view this and say, I have no doubt in my mind mm -hmm. that Sean is going to turn the offense around. All I need is the defense to be average, to make the playoffs slightly above average, to be a really good mm -hmm. team. If I get this defense in the top 10, top 7, top 5, paired with this offense, we're going to be a Super Bowl team. So that's how Rex could view this and say, boy, on defense, there's pieces to be really good. We saw it for the first, what, 12 weeks of last season where they were a top five defense mm -hmm. in nearly every single category. Obviously, they fell off at the end there, but you can also look at many years past. They've been around that top 10, top mm -hmm. five defense for years. So Rex can say, okay, I'm taking over a team with a lot of talent on defense, as you kind of pointed out where the talent is, Henry, and all I need to do is make them good. We're going to be a damn good team because Sean Payton guarantees a good offense. Yeah. The other thing about the losing records is, like, the Saints were historically awful up to that point. They'd had two winning records in the 13 seasons before. So I'm not saying, like, oh, you know, it's okay. You win some, you lose some. But... You know, when, when did those seven and nine seasons happen? The the back to back to back seven and nine because that wasn't 14, 15, 16. Yeah, so he had been there a decade at that point. Yeah, but again, so there I is think still... that losing stench had worn off. It's what, possible. What was the offense rated in those three seasons? If you have it pulled up, seven, there? eight, nine. Um, so in yards, first, second, first. Okay. Points, ninth, eighth, second. Okay, so top ten and uh, in points, and yeah. then top two. And yards. What was the defense in those three years? Yards, 31, 31, 27. Mm. Points, 28, 32, 31. Yep. Defense. Yep. Totally play style. them down. Yep. And now that is, it. at the end of the day, it does fall on Sean Payton for yep. not having as uh, much control, not picking out the right defensive coordinator. Investing not, too not much in telling, offense. Yeah, not, not telling the GM and working alongside Mickey Loomis to say, okay, give me a lot on offense, but also like leave a little bit for the defense, maybe being a little too <laughs> selfish there. But Rex Ryan can see that and say, okay, I can, I can make it so we're at least an average offense or an average defense. And Henry, my guess would be if those Saints teams had average 15th, 16th best defense mm -hmm. in the NFL, they would have been 10, 11, 12 win teams. They would have at all made the playoff. Yeah, at, at least. So that's what Rex is looking at, and that's what makes it mm -hmm. potentially from a, where you have a lot of talent, and it's a, it's a really good opportunity in terms of the talent, to a great opportunity because you're not having to win on defense. You're not having to be Vic Fangio and come in here and build mm -hmm. a team where you don't have any offense and you just have to win on defense. That's so tough. So that, I think, is what makes this job very appealing, along mm -hmm. with having Pat Sertan and some pieces on defense. Yeah, and there's a lot of reasons to like Rex Ryan, but you just wonder what what he would run at this point. Like, the, since he left, I mean, that's when everybody started going to the sub packages. Right. That's where you're, you're in nickel more than base. You're in dime however much. And then you have these five extra dime packages. And then there's whatever else out of the dollar and all this stuff. And and before, the game was not, like, more simple. But you spent so much more time just in your base defense or, like, a simple nickel defense that obviously he's been watching a lot of football. Like, his job is to yeah. talk about what yeah. people are doing and to analyze these things. But that would be the big question is, can he put together sub-packages that 
are awesome, you know, and we saw it a little bit in camp last year and we didn't see it quite as much in the game, but when the Broncos would line up five guys on the line of scrimmage and they'd, they'd move Bradley inside and they'd yeah. throw whoever right here rushing off the edge and be like, oh, wow. And that's the kind of stuff that if Rex Ryan can do that, which again, the, when you use those on third downs, some, a lot of the important parts of the game, when you're trying to close things out in the end. So that's the one question. If he could do that, then he'd be incredible. And my one question for him during this interview process, the most important question is, how do you slow down Patrick Mahomes? And or, yeah. what's your attack on Patrick Mahomes? Because Rex Ryan is almost like just recklessly aggressive. And, yeah. and that, that that's the type of coordinator he is. And I love it. And it, it, it works very well, had worked very well for him. But Patrick Mahomes is incredible when you bring heat. And if Rex mm-hmm. Ryan comes out and says, yeah, we're just going to blitz him every single play. We're, we're just going to put him under pressure. Then I'm thinking, oh boy, this guy's just stuck in, you know, when he was yep. a coordinator back in 2008. Uh, and that would really concern me. And obviously the division goes through Mahomes. There's 15 other games that you have to play. But that would just show me how willing he is mm-hmm. to adjust, especially because you just have not seen that. Not just willing to adjust to certain players, but willing to adjust, like you said, to the game. Is he going to to go more towards those nickel and dime packages since he hasn't been able to prove it on the field, really? Totally. And... You know, if if he does come in and say that's what we're going to do, he probably brings in a corner. He probably gives $10, 12000000 million a year, basically what they would have given to Ronald Darby. Maybe they maybe they come to a deal with Darby even because he was awesome at the beginning of the year before he got hurt. Yeah. But but then you probably a do find cut. another corner and say, okay, if we, if we send six at Mahomes, sure, the numbers say nobody's able to do it, but we're guaranteed to get there. He's got two and a half seconds to make the play, and we need Pat, and we need this – X corner we bring in and then either Damari or K1 and Justin and be able to man up. And that's the thing is that there's just so few teams that can man up against the chiefs, but with Tyree kill gone, it's a little bit easier. So I don't know. I, I do think that when you look at the numbers and they say, don't blitz Patrick Mahomes, it's a good idea to not blitz Patrick Mahomes. But I also think that there's probably a smarter way to do it and that the numbers will change a little bit. As, I wonder how much different they were this year compared to last year. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's just proven for five years now, don't do that. And so that's mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm not saying never bring pressure, mm-hmm. but if Rex were to come in and say, oh, I'm, I'm attacking him yep. just like I'm going to attack Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, yep. all these other guys, that's when I'm like, oh, buddy, no, no, I, I may, may not be going down that route. So... Neither of these guys may be the perfect candidate, and that's the reason why the Broncos aren't making a jump on it right away. Who is your leader in the clubhouse if it's not one of those two? If Ooh. a surprise candidate jumps out and steals the rose. Of course, a bad Let's go with reference. Mike Zimmer. Oh. There is a fun one. Because the thing is, like, I don't want to say the ship is, has sailed on Sean Desai, mostly because that is a tough sentence to say. The ship has sailed on Sean Desai. That's a very good yeah. point. Wow. But holy cow, I mean, when was the last time exactly. he's been mentioned other than people being like, don't forget about Sean Desai. Like, exactly. That, that's how he's brought up. It's like, don't forget it. He was mentioned like six weeks ago. Yeah. And that's the thing, though, is like we haven't heard from him in a while. I feel like he kind of had his moment and went. Christian Parker had like a little moment and went, but... Probably just not ready. Well, you hate him, so. I don't. I love him. He's just also <laughs> 31 years old. And, like, what? That's five years older than me. 
Imagine me in five years running the Broncos' defense. It's like me. What are you saying about me? I couldn't run the Broncos' defense? I'd say, no, defense? it's a horrible idea. Wow. You'd look like so you're... you hate me and Christian <laughs> Parker. Jeez. Uh, so you guys are in the same yeah, here, category. You want to jump on this set with me? We can kick him off. <laughs> oh. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's kind of came and went as well, and that's where I think, like, Mike Zimmer hasn't really had his moment yet. Yeah. Like, his name has just kind of been whispered about in the background a little yeah. bit. But I do feel like the the Mike Zimmer week or three days or whatever is still on the way. And I think that if it's not one of those two, I'll take him. And that might not be, like, by the odds the best bet, but I'll, I'll go with it. You take a step back, though, and you look at Mike Zimmer. The His most recent two years of being in the NFL, he took last year off, just like Sean Payton. His most yeah. recent two years were his worst years in the NFL. Um, and so you can say he's washed. There's probably a little more nuance there with what actually mm-hmm. happened. I know the Vikings were pretty stripped down on talent on defense, had a lot of older players then. Uh, would it be a little bit of concern? I mean, I wouldn't be able to just blow by a full, what, 32-game sample size and say, can't look at that at all, but you would look at like the 15 years that he was in charge of defense, whether as a head coach or a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator before then, and that his teams were just consistently in the top 10 if not top five with multiple different teams, that's a very easy sell. And also, don't forget the George Payton connection. George Payton and Mike Zimmer have been together for almost a decade in the past. This is such an easy one to see. And I could see it where Sean's like, I want to try some big names, Vance Joseph. I want to talk to my guys, Chris Richard. I want to talk to Rex Ryan. And then at the end, if he's just like, I don't love any of these guys, it's so easy for George to say, what about Mike Zimmer? And so, Henry, I really like that you're going down that route. Yep. I'll just throw another one. Chris Chris Richard uh, is a guy that could absolutely be there, too, because he has that Sean Payton connection. Sean Payton hired him his final year as a head coach to be the secondaries coach, and then he was promoted to defensive coordinator mm-hmm. this past year, fired by a different staff, obviously. But uh, I, I really think that those two names, for multiple reasons, there's connections to both of them and the Denver Broncos. And if you're looking for connections to make money, Henry, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Did you do anything on the All-Star game last night? Yeah. Oh. Wow, that was a roller coaster. <laughs> what a, yeah, I know. What, a what night. is wrong with what you? What a night. Well, well, here's what happened. So the way it works is the the fans vote their captains. So the most yep. votes in the West, most votes in the East. Those guys pick teams like schoolyard draft style. Yep. In the past, they picked those like a week before on TV. Right. Last night, they just picked them right before the game. Yeah. And so I realized yesterday, I was like, huh, I kind of want to bet on this so that I actually can bear to watch it. It's like paying to make it's it true. interesting. It's you know? very true. That's very yeah. fair. Sometimes um, you have to do it. Exactly. And so I was like, well, I can't bet yet. But I looked at the odds. And Giannis's team was like plus one fifteen to win, and you didn't even know who the team was. No, outside of that, it was Giannis. I know it was like it's Giannis and a bunch of guys versus LeBron and a bunch of guys. That's this feels like point. it's a total fifty fifty. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that. Yeah. And on top of that, DraftKings had a twenty five percent boost. Boom. And so all of a sudden that goes up even more. And so I was like, okay, there's the strategy. Um, then I later found out that he actually is not. He's like famously bad at these drafts. Like <laughs> Giannis. He, yeah. Like, he's just picking <laughs> players that don't make sense together. Like, he's not picking the best players. He'll pick guys who've already been picked. Last oh night, he tried to pick gosh. a guy during the reserve draft. That was a, sorry. I was like, and your, oh. bet, your bet was already placed. Oh, yeah. So I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck. Um, and then I also realized so that he got the ball, scored the first basket. 
but then they pulled him because he's dealing with some little injury. Oh, and so wow. they're without their best player on top of that. Wow. As it would turn out, they were the only team that cared, and so they hey. ran away with it. And I hit my bet. Love it. What was the score? I did not watch or thought. <laughs> I intentionally um, scrolled past anything because these All Star games are so stupid now. I think it was like one eighty two to one seventy. Oh my god. One eighty three. Wow. Yeah. What was the over under? Oh, I want to say it was like three forty seven or something. Does that make sense? So did it hit? It would have, yeah. It would have if, if it that's was what that it was. Score, yeah, I think yeah. that's what I said I last week. Take was. the over in yeah. this game that is garbage. Um, but that's something that DraftKings does is yes. they make every game entertaining because not only do they offer odds, but they offer boosts left and right, especially for these games where you're like, oh, I don't want to watch this terrible Monday night game. I don't want to watch this Wednesday night uh, NBA game. Mm-hmm. But they're like, here, we're going to give you a 33% profit boost. Yep. And you're like, okay, I'm in now. And that's something that really separates DraftKings Sportsbook apart from everyone else. So make sure to sign up. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. You can be placing $1 bets, $5 bets, whatever you want. You can do it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Void in Ohio. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Henry, speaking of DraftKings, let's give out our DraftKings Sportsbook Ooh. pick of the week what is even happening right now that's why my mind (laughs) my mind's still on football but not the xfl thank god still no yeah yeah. my my mind is you can bet on the xfl if you want though but my mind is on football i wanted to give this out last week but i got a little nervous so i chickened out didn't do it but i'm confident in this in this now henry tell me how crazy I am for this one. Ooh. I think the odds are just too juicy for this one. Last year, the uh, before the season, the Philadelphia Eagles were plus 2,200 to win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. They were not a favorite. They were not, I believe, not even top 10, maybe right around middle of the league. And I see someone with just incredible odds, the Chicago Bears. Oh, they're so bad. Now, I'm not so going to pick them to win the Super Bowl, plus 8,000 if you want to. I Oof. think the second worst in the NFL. What about just winning the NFC? Now, I'm not putting tons of money on this one. Just a little mm-hmm. sprinkle. Plus 4,000. If Justin Fields builds off what he did last year, they could have an, an MVP candidate on that team. And no. if you have an oh. MVP candidate at the quarterback position, You can make the playoffs, and then you can make a run in the playoffs. And look at the NFC, just how weak it is right now. You could win the NFC, and now you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl because there's some powerhouses in the AFC. I'm just saying, sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. And honestly, I think the way you handle this bet is what you do is midway through the season, the Bears are 500, and you cash out. I just think the value is too good. They're not going to be 500, though. I just think the value's too good with it's Will not Anderson good there. I bet on Colorado to win the national championship. Then, like, what are we doing here? Uh, Justin uh, Fields is not good. Matt, Justin when, Fields is not good. So that, that's Higgins the goes key. to the Bears. If you, yeah. if you believe in what he did last year, if you think he's going to take a next step, and a lot of but, people, but you can't a lot believe, of people uh, don't. A lot of people don't. And and but, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You can't believe in last year though, because he was really bad last year. He had two 200 yard passing games. He just ran really well. Yeah. And that's going. I mean, that's going to be his thing, though. Yeah, I'm not expecting True. him to turn oh, yeah. into an all-time passer by any means. Uh, and I wouldn't buy stock in him to be the guy for the next ten years. I just think, yeah, uh, look, if he's able to continue to do that, 
Jalen Hurts had what 3,100 passing yards in 2021. Justin Fields had 2,200 last year. Yeah. He's not gonna. Win. He's, oh he's not gonna I carry you with his do arm. It. I, have, I mean, I, when, <laughs> dude, when T. Higgins is the bear, dude, it's gonna be. Oh like, yeah, no, they're gonna have T. Higgins. Out. They're gonna get Draymond. They're gonna get uh, a handful of those the guys. The thing is, they don't have Wait, any good Bears? players right now. You're with me. You're here. Let's go, they don't have baby. A, they don't have Let's a single go. good player. That's Name one good about. player on that team. Um, they have all the money and all the Justin Fields, Will Anderson. <laughs> they're going to have one uh, they don't have one good player Justin like, Fields how many do they, no he's not that's good that's what I'm saying he's good he's not good oh my goodness he's Is not he good, good at all quarterback no but he's still good he's yeah. a great running quarterback I loved that uh, 41-10 loss the last time we saw him when he went 7 for 21 for 75 yards against the Detroit Lions don't, don't leave out the rushing stats Ran for 132. 132! Oh, let's go, baby! Wow, wow. <laughs> Got him to 10 points at third point. No, they don't have a single good play. I can't get that. Okay, so Henry absolutely hates my bet. I, yeah. uh, he also hates me. He also hates Christian Parker. That's don't not he, true. he hates a lot of things. That's not uh, true. Roller, ro- yeah, he, <laughs> wow. Uh, Henry went from roller coaster Hank to hating Hank. I don't hate anybody. And it's anybody. not that we hate Except Hank. the Chiefs and the Raiders. He's just a oh. hater of everyone. Okay, so tell me, hater Hank, what uh, picks... Well, well, what's your DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week? Oh, wow. You got me pulled into the to the NFL stuff. The I wish Chicago there were just a Bears, couple huh? more lines up. I know. I know. It's killing me. I know. I'm dying for more lines. Honestly, the best bet you can take at this point is the Avalanche to win the West. Yeah, I was thinking about going Avalanche. What, Actually, uh, what odds do we have for that? I have no idea, but I know it's a really good odds because they're not even winning the division right now. So if they, at least they can win the make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, I think that's a really good bet. Yeah. I, that's a good one. I actually bet on them when they were down 3-0 against Edmonton yesterday. Oh, what 11 odds did to you one. get? Woo, yep. Felt pretty good about that. But we're going Nuggets because I just feel like that's way more predictable. Um, where they come out of the West, plus 390 to come out of the West, yep. we're going with that. Yep, I like that's, that a lot. That's awesome. And if you, if finals you, is good, too. Man, if you want to get in on the Avs winning the Western Conference, they're the favorites, mm-hmm. plus 300. Yep. Um, so, yep. Yeah, still, yep. still. Yeah, it's just crazy how dominant the ads are. But there is our DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. And speaking of of, uh, picks, Jules says, Zach and Henry, make a bet about fields. Please make it happen. Let's do this when when, when we get closer to the season. We'll we'll figure out the right one to bet. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Even though I'm not like a Justin Fields guy. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I just, uh, what he did last year was impressive. He ran a lot. He He ran ran a lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Vick ran a lot. Russell Wilson actually never ran that much. Yeah, yeah, and Russell Wilson, crazy enough, one of the game's all-time best running quarterbacks in terms oh, of yards. Easily. I think he's like has the third most rushing yards among quarterbacks in NFL history. Yeah, no, which just shows just how misused he was. Yeah. All right, oh. Henry. What else do we have to talk about? We also get to talk about Foco. If you're looking for some more memorabilia, some bobbleheads. Some uh, Crocs, some, uh, I don't even know, like glasses, pint glasses. Yeah. If you need some pint glasses. They all have Broncos logos on them or Nuggets or Avs or whatever you're looking for. Then go to Foco.com because at Foco, you can uh, get 10% off if you use the code DNVR. There is a link in the description for the show on YouTube. There's also a link in the podcast description. So go check that out. Use the code DMVR at foco.com and save 10%. Boom. There we go. Let's talk to the people, Henry. I want to talk to them after a long weekend away. No super chats, right? You're here. No super chats, but we do have some people tuning in on the website. The first one, 
from our friend, The Count. Says, my folks, as I re-listened to the entire year of programs, I found myself laughing aloud to the final London pod. A few takeaways. Probably the last time we were excited to say, let's ride. Hank and Zach ended the show with the emphatic call-outs of this shirt-lived catchphrase. Short-lived, I would guess. What? Oh, short-lived, yes, <laughs> not shirt-lived. No, no, shirt, shirt, shirt-lived, because it could have been on a shirt. It could have been, it was, it lived it, it on, it a was shirt. on a shirt. We have a shirt, yes. the DNVR Locker. Um, we do. Allie we do. was on the pod, which was great. Zach texted the gents, go Buffs and go Montana football. So true. To no response, and the, quote, did this happen in the NFL today game, struggled to stump RK, who is as good at almost all <laughs> games. Epic pod. Great rerun for all you diehards in need of mm-hmm. more content. Good, clean, fun all over again. Love the count. I, lo- I love the count. Yep. And I love people that go back and listen to old podcasts. And, and the count occasionally does this. And if you want to spice things up, you can like speed us up to one and a half, wow. two speed. You can slow us down. That could sound like we've definitely had a couple of drinks, but uh, we love hearing from you, the count. And man, London was a good time. It was a good Stay time. Stay tuned for uh, more road pods coming up soon. Also, when Russell got into the NFL among quarterbacks, just because I was curious. Third in rushing yards, then third, then first, then third, then ninth, then second. Like, you forget that he was, like, he was the running quarterback. Or it was, like, him. It's like, oh, Cam or Robert Griffin was in front of him for, like, a year or two. Like, that's that's what he was. That's why, on one hand, I understood Russ, especially after saying, I want to play 10 to 12 more Mm -hmm. years, wanting to be more of a pocket passer. Mm -hmm. And Nathaniel Hackett wanting to play into that. And they really went all in on that. But it's just not who Russell Wilson is. I mean, that's yeah. not something you, you don't take Tom Brady and say, you know what, Tom? I think we're going to make you a running quarterback. No, keep him yeah. in the pocket. Just like Russ, you're a running quarterback. Now, yeah. is he going to be that effective as a runner? No, he's not going to be. But does he need to utilize that in his game moving forward? Yes, he does. Yep. And you're not going to make Justin Fields a passer. I. Don't disagree. Uh, they're going to work on it, but they're not going to say, Justin, you're just going to stand in the pocket. No. They're going to say, let's work on your arm mechanics yep. while you also tear up the league running the ball. Yep. So yeah. you're a big Justin fan now. I, I mean, yeah. He's, he's fine. Like, he's not... Wow, he's we, fine. We, we went from him saying he was awful to he's fine. Uh, we're he, making he could, progress, I eh? should say, he could be we're fine. He may be progress. He, he was, go well, he'll be he fine. He was already fine. He'll be good. Yeah. He was bad yeah. before. Yeah, he was bad, fine, now good. <laughs> That's how progression works. If if I were to play an NFL game tomorrow, I don't think that Justin Fields would be one of the first 20 quarterbacks I pick. This is Madden, Henry. Let me remind you. Oh, I know. As uh, as our friend in the comment section, uh, Griffin says, Justin Fields had over 3,300 all-purpose yards, 25 touchdowns, including rushing, and only 11 interceptions. He didn't say this. But take that, Hainer Hank. Wow. <laughs> Quarterbacks have to be able to throw better. <laughs> I'll stand on that. Wow. Uh, next one from Bigwood54 says, What's up, fellas? A little off topic here, but I have to put this out there. Last week when the green chili versus red chili versus Christmas debate happened, I was so upset and disappointed to hear that the only kind of red chili you've had is the one with the beans. You have my word. Next time in Denver, I'll be getting a hold of you guys to hand Ooh. deliver some actual real 
powdered red chili. Don't worry, I will supply you with all of the instructions for cooking. My girlfriend is Spanish and Mexican, and her grandparents migrated here, but still have ties with her great aunt in Mexico, so we're always getting the goodies sent to us. You guys will not be disappointed. Loving the off-season pods. Keep it up. Buck the haters. Buck hater Hank, I just wow. added in. Love you all. Oh. We love you, Bigwood54. And man, I mean, probably no better way to be introduced to a new food than like from the authentic source itself. Definitely true. Definitely true. I can't think of any examples of when that wasn't the case. <laughs> but it is true. Um yeah, what would that be? Um, Skyline chili, you do not want it to be authentic. You don't even want it at yeah, all. Yeah, Skyline chili. So I would try it. I've never tried it either. Very controversial. Some people are like, yeah, don't you eat it on spaghetti? Yeah, because it's just like a pot of chili on spaghetti, right? Yeah, but it's I think like they put a lot of cheese too. And cinnamon. The cinnamon throws me <laughs> off a bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be down to try it. I mean, I like all the things separately. Like I like noodles. True. Yeah. I like chili. I like cinnamon. The, the lot of cheese. The cinnamon. Yeah. I'd be. I'm still curious about the cinnamon <laughs> aspect. Do you like ice cream? I love ice cream. Are you kidding me? Who you like, like, you like hot dogs? Where are we going yeah. here? Would you put them together? I would not. No. Exactly. Same no. thing with Skyline Chili. You don't put things together. Noodles are so basic, though. Like, you could put anything on noodles, That's, you know? It's really put true. Put ice cream on noodles and see how you come back to me and see if you like it. it that, that just reminds me of Elf, you know? It, he doesn't do ice cream, but true. he does maple syrup. Wow. Weird combo. But Elf, Buddy the Elf likes it. There's actually a pancake noodle that you can make, too. Pink? What is that? It's just pancakes that you make into little noodles and then Mm. mix them together. Put a little bit of uh, powdered sugar, some maple syrup. You have the most interesting uh, food uh, assortment. You hear? I mean, you you dominate so many different types of, and then you know of uh, noodled pancakes. My palate wow. is very extensive. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Interesting. Huh. He's not a hater for food, that's for sure. Bigwood fifty four says. Oh, again, he says. Also, the way they knew the text was sent on December twenty third is Sean Payton said it himself on McAfee's show, and Murray was next to him in the booth when he told the story. That's what I thought. I, I thought that it was then, and, and we were actually watching live on Radio Row when he said it. But I just wasn't sure. Yeah. I mean, the the players knew. Players are not stupid. And that's why when a new coach comes in, players know really how it's going to go before everyone else. Now, they're never really going to tell you, but they'll kind of tell some people behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and you'll get an idea. And clearly, this was Latavius Murray and not just Latavius, but a lot of people saying, we know Hackett's not going to make it. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew, right? We just thought at, at that point, that point unless yeah. there was a reason to, I mean, unless you lose, give up 51 points to the Rams, why not let him play out the last couple of weeks? And, right. You know, but I don't know. Give him a chance to redeem himself. See if he can go get himself a couple wins so you don't have to like make it this awful, terrible thing on his record. Not that you could turn that season into a good thing, but just, right. you know, give him the chance to build a little momentum. But yeah, I mean, that the opposite is what happened. They lost every ounce of momentum and he was gone. Hopefully we have some momentum. Are we carrying it into tomorrow? Yeah. 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 Wow, not confident. We have Hater yeah. Hank, Unconfident Hank, Rollercoaster. Wow. Right? We're just building the legacy of Hank right here. Before we get out of here, we got a super chat from our friend Kenneth Baker. Just $10. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank we you, appreciate Kenneth that. That 
is the momentum we need. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. We really appreciate everyone tuning in. Hope everyone's having a great day off, is able to uh, be out celebrating mm -hmm. uh, and enjoying some time off. And tomorrow, not only will we be back, maybe the Broncos, maybe Vance Joseph will officially be back. But we'll be here tomorrow, noon. See you then. Have a great President's Day.